Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob. Deacon, that's right. That's right. I got to get the new tagline right. Oh, and I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm Father Dave. And you I'm said, sure, oh, you and said I'm, it like you forgot something. Well, there's something about humor and there's something about hope, but I'm sure we'll get to that in this episode. Oh, so we, we totally just changed the whole thing. I need to work on the That's timing okay. of okay. it. It's okay. It's all right. You're new to this. I totally get that. I've got an extra two syllables in the intro I get now, that. I get and it. And that throws off everything. So I if I just say seeing hope, no, humor, humor hope. Humor and hope. It's not going to change hope. anything, Bob. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think we're going to make it through. <laughs> <laughs> just going to dive through. Great. How was Thanksgiving? Oh, my Thanksgiving was great. It was a little crazy. We had a bit of a COVID issue in the yes, house. Yes, you yes, did. Yes, we did. Yeah, and you were surprised they didn't come visit. I, I mean, know. Give me a break. Dude, I thought you were like, I don't know, Superman. You would just show up and anoint people, and you're like, yeah. I'm not coming over. I didn't exactly say it like that, because well, I, I texted. You texted. Yeah, it, but that's, but how, that's, that's how, how Siri, you read it. That's how my Siri translates there you. There you go. I'm not coming over. Oh, I got a deep voice. You do. Yeah, yeah it's kind of an angry robotic voice. Yeah, yeah. It shows it something familiar. about our relationship with each other. Um, so we moved it to Saturday. By Saturday, oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah, we did. By Saturday, uh, everybody was out of quarantine. Tests were clear. Um, my mom and Jenny's mom came over. Unfortunately, my sister, who was going to come out, wasn't able to come out because of the timing of it. So that was a bummer. Yeah. So, but at least we were able to do something. And then we decorated the tree, which is one of my favorite parts of getting ready for I mentioned, Christmas. I think, last year I hate decorating trees, right? I don't like decorating Is that at right? All. Totally appreciate it. Love when people do it. Yeah. I just don't care for it all. It was kind of an issue growing up. <laughs> so this <laughs> has been a lifelong issue. Oh, yeah, this has been a lifelong oh, issue. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Okay. I yeah. do not. There. Oh, I just don't like decorating the tree at all. Like, I know that <laughs> at, our next, at our next Friars meeting, we're going to figure out when we're going to do the decorating, and I'm just going to cringe. But, like, my sister— Oh, you guys decorate a tree? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Of course, of course. So well, my don't sister— say, Don't say of course. I mean— Well, I, why wouldn't we? Well, I don't know. I thought you'd have people that would do that for you. Whatever. So my sister would put, like, one piece of tinsel on Okay, wait, stop. Time. I need to go back to this Friars okay, thing. Okay. So do you all have your own ornaments? No, not really. We just have this box that has, like— uh, Christmas tree lights and bulbs and Okay, well, no yeah, wonder ornaments. that's so lame. What's fun about it is that everybody, you have your own ornaments that you've gathered throughout the years, and then you go, oh, I remember this ornament, and then you put it on, and oh, I remember when we went to Disney World, and you put on your Disney, and it's like a happy Bob, our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could do a live event when we're decorating in the Friary, because our experience could not be more different than what you're explaining. Now, with that being said, that was our experience growing up. Our Christmas tree was really cool because it was almost all handmade things with the family and that mm. kind of thing. It was not an attractive tree, but it was a very memorable tree. But my sister would put tinsel on like one at a time and I would just want to throw a handful. Yeah. So let's just say that didn't go over very well. Yeah. So I had a I'm similar not, experience. But I appreciate it. Like yeah. when I walk into a house or actually even the fryer when it's done, it looks beautiful and I appreciate it. I just don't want to be part of it. I got a... Um, that makes me a Scrooge, doesn't it? A little. Okay. Not that. There's so many other things. <laughs> Where do we get started? <laughs> uh, I, um, Yeah, my, my pop was like that. It was one piece of tinsel per branch and, yeah, it drove everybody absolutely crazy. Um, now I just avoid tinsel, so I've like... I guess I just can't deal with tinsel. But I have fake trees, and they're that's fantastic. What I that's what I wonder. They're fantastic. Yeah. I've got one that's got like little LED lights. And it can make it like look like it's on fire or... Oh, that's nice. It's, the spirit, of, it's the spirit yeah. of Christmas. It really is the spirit and of Christmas. And you have your Star Wars things outside the house. And is there is there yes. any line that can be crossed that says, okay, these cannot mix with Christmas? Well, if you go to my house, you're welcome to visit. Um, 
just look at my Instagram page. You can see the pictures. You'll notice that my Star Wars are on one side of the driveway and Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are on the other. So I do have a line. So, so they can't be mixed. I would not put baby Jesus next to Stormtrooper Okay, here's Steve. a question I have. I received last year a nativity scene with Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus okay. and the animals and yes. the angels. They're all little rubber ducks. Mm. And there's a long story about myself and a couple of friends of mine right. sending rubber ducks from all over the world. Yeah. Is that okay? No. Wow. Not even let me think. No, no just no. it's it's just okay, wrong and abhorrent. We were we are. No, I thought you. I thought you were going to say like it's Luke and Leia and Yoda, ba- baby Grogu. That would be totally fine. No, no, no. The rubber so ducks we're, are We're going to invite the readers or, or listeners, <laughs> our listeners, to chime in and say, is it okay to have a really cute, adorable little nativity scene? The children love. No, no, you don't. No, you have not. You have no empirical no, no. evidence that children love this. You don't have any empirical evidence that they don't. I guess not. Score. <laughs> so that's that was that. Okay, so I'm I'm so glad. Is baby Jesus, a little duck. Yes, he's adorable. <laughs> I'll bring it in next week. Please uh, do. Yes. Okay, but so if I would have known you guys moved your Thanksgiving to Saturday, I might have joined you. Oh, I didn't bother let me know that, did you? No. Well, you're. No, you just guilted me for not coming on Thursday <laughs> when it didn't even happen, as I find out. Well, it didn't happen because you weren't coming over. That's a boldface lie. That's that's what we decided. Okay, we all our, cried and wept, no, and that please. was the end of it. No, please. Our Thanksgiving was great, actually. I cooked for us, which I enjoyed doing. I saw some pictures of that people on are Instagram. Very, yeah, people are very grateful. The friars are very grateful, and, and I appreciate that. But I really enjoyed doing it, so it was good. Yeah, we had – here was – okay, this is a first-world problem. I get that. So we had I, – I smoked one turkey. Didn't inhale, but I smoked one turkey, and it was great. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Simon. Yeah. And um, so it was – it turned out really, really great. Uh, Father Jonathan McLone helped me with the, the smoking of it, and it turned out great. I actually don't know much about – um, cooking, smoking. Yeah, you put it in. Yeah, in a like a grill, and you have we use apple wood and cherry wood to kind of give it a flavor. So it takes a long time. It takes about six hours to do it. Does it taste like a tree? No, it tastes. It was really, really good. Actually, okay. it turned out great. And I also roasted, did it one regularly baked a turkey in the oven, and twenty six pounds of turkey. There was wow. not enough left over for one sandwich the next day. <laughs> Is that right? So I realized that How this, many fryers are there? We had 16 of us. And I realized that that's not a major issue, but it was a major issue the next day. <laughs> I mean, I made a, a, and you won't know anything about this because you don't cook, a carcass soup with barley and that was really, really good. Do they call it a carcass soup? Yeah, turkey carcass soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I said, you wouldn't know anything well, about this. I'm just saying, this. like I've never been to a restaurant and would you like the carcass soup, sir? It just well, seems, sound, seems kind of morbid. It was delicious. Actually, okay. and it was great. It had a great smoky flavor, all that kind of thing, but not a single turkey sandwich the next day. Which, wow. So we had pizza. Do each of the fryers get the same allotment, or do some fryers eat more than others? I want names. Yes. I want names. <laughs> yes is the answer to that question. So Father Jonathan St. Andre had like two ounces of turkey. That's a bold-faced lie, right? There. Oh, is that, that right? That can house it. <laughs> Well, I won't, I won't even ask how much Father Gregory eats. He can too. Well, that, hence, we have 26 pounds of turkey <laughs> with nothing left over. Okay. He's a tall dude and he runs so, a lot. But it was he crazy. So he we, we actually, we got together um, kind of a movie night. Oh, what'd you watch? Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because most of the friars had never seen it. And it, honestly, 
it was a lot of fun. But instead of like having leftovers, we had pizza. Most of the friars hadn't seen it, but they probably knew every line from it because you quote it all the time. Obnoxious. You're Did they wrong. finally go, all right, fine. That's right. No, that's not true. Several of the friars were saying, oh, we got to watch it. We just couldn't find a time that worked in everyone's schedule. Sure. So it was great. We actually, it was a great, restful, it was a really wonderful. wonderful what would you say is the break. dumbest Christmas movie that you can think of? Dumbest? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I'm mm. um, Die Hard. Die Hard's, I don't know. I don't want to get into this debate here. We've done it before. Um... What was the one? There was one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is already leading in. A Jingle All the Way. Do you remember that one? I missed that one. Yeah. I was talking to some students, and they were talking about the Santa with Tim Allen. First off, Oh, the were, Santa Claus. They were amazed I'd not seen that film. Uh, those are actually really good films. Well, that's what they said, too. So I said I would watch them sometime. All right. Well, we'll hold you to that. Okay. You've got four weeks to do so. Maybe you can invite me over sometime. I will. Maybe you'll come over and not send angry texts. Okay. I'm not coming over. Okay, and real quick, let's catch up because people are, are accustomed to it. And we don't want to leave them out. Notre Dame. The Bucks, the Notre Dame won. So Notre oh. Dame, they finished up 11-1, and one, which is a really good season. The question is, is are they going to make it into the college football playoffs? Right now, they're sitting at six. They may move up to five. The top four go. So this is the issue. This is the question. Alabama I watched, should have lost. Alabama, I, watched, I watched that game. The end of that game? Yeah. They should have lost. Yeah. They had no business winning that game. Yeah. Unbelievable. But because and then Ohio State. Got got destroyed. By I know. Michigan. I felt a little bit bad about that. I don't really? really. I don't know. I live in Ohio, but I didn't care enough about it. I actually felt happy for Michigan. In, yeah. in its own way. But I have a question because okay. so football, it's not just your record. There's like a group of people that vote. Yeah, for for near near the end of the season. Yeah, there's four teams that make it into the playoffs. So the fact that Alabama almost lost could affect them. My guess is that they're going to drop to number four. Okay. Because they've lost to one team, to A&M. A&M wasn't ranked at the time, and then they just about lost to Auburn. But they're going to lose to Georgia this weekend. So if, oh, my gosh, this next episode, the next time we get together, yes. if Alabama loses and still makes the college playoff. It's rigged. This, this podcast is not going to be filled with hope. Is that right? It's going to be filled with they that despair. They that they that they that see that it's rigged <laughs> okay. is, is what it's going to be called. So get ready, folks, and, and, and um, hide the children because it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So Notre Dame won, Denver Broncos won, and your Bucks won. Although my, my Bucks at halftime, won. that was a huge win. It was a comeback from behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they showed resilience, and because the uh, the Colts are no joke. So that was a really fun. No, yeah. And Carson Wentz had a good game. I yeah. kind of like him. I kind of like him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times. All, All right. right. Cool. We and now. Promo. Oh, that's right. Right. I want to speak for a moment about fine arts at Franciscan. Lovely. The fine arts are an integral part of our core curriculum, which teaches students of all majors to analyze epic dramatic and lyric masterpieces of literature to reveal theological and philosophical truths. Students can also pursue bachelor's degrees in theater or sacred musique and obtain a narrative arts minor or a music ministry minor, a program that yours truly directs. And they can express themselves with classes in drawing and painting and take courses such as a Catholic worldview of media. For a taste of the fine arts at Franciscan, 
you can watch this semester's main stage production of Shakespeare's Richard III by going to franciscan.edu slash Richard III. <laughs> well, I forgot to read it. I mean, it's like, so literally, it's like franciscan.edu nobody's gonna, slash. Nobody's going to watch now. It's, you have to do Richard III. So not the third, just III. The link is not case sensitive. Oh, so you could do capitalize or lowercase. <laughs> this is important Get information. To know your copy. Just type in franciscan.edu slash Richard Franciscan you and thank you for supporting Franciscan University, the fine arts. You didn't even interrupt me. You were like mesmerized, and you stayed here too. Um, me- mesmerized <laughs> is not the word that I would. Is have that used. just when you take your coffee break? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I kind of just. Now that was I'm, I, as I was listening. I'm thinking, is this like are people going to say, "Gee, that's where I'm going to go to study fine arts," because they should. So well, they okay. should. I mean, did you hear like the culture? The culture was oozing it out was, of it was it out, was out of okay, the microphone. We received something in the mail, and we may have to cut this. So. Okay. Um, I don't know what it is, but I was told that we were supposed to open it up. Uh, it's been opened. It has. Oh. oh. Let's see here. All right. It says, They That Hope podcast with a really nice card of Our well, Lady. That is a nice card. It says. Hold up the card for the viewing audience. It's very it's pretty. of Our Lady. It looks like the baptism of Jesus. Yeah. It says St. Dominic on the back. But that's weird. I don't know. Are they roasting you? I don't know. Because you're friends. My husband and daughter and I listen to, she's 12, listen to your podcast every week. You make us laugh and bring us joy and hope. Thanks Mm. for the good work. We found this at the store and thought it would be a perfect for you guys in your podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. This is going to be interesting. Father Dave, so glad you got back from from Austrian plane debacle, as am I. Mm. So we're opening this up and I don't, oh my gosh. Oh, this is staying. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. So for those of you listening, it's a massive baby Grogu, also known for the uneducated baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I knew that. This and, thing is fantastic. And it's like, um, how do you describe it? It's got huge, awesome eyes. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll, it's so we'll, soft. We'll post it on our link. Um, it is It is a beautiful thing. Oh, it's Rachel, so soft. Paul, and Lydia <gasps> Larpenter, thank you so much. Give it, the, give it over here. No, it's to me. It's to us. This is not going to be good because we're going to fight over. We're going to really, have to take. We're going to have to like get custody rights. He's going to start I'll, in my I'll office. Get it on so he's going to be in my office <laughs> for today. This thing is fantastic, you guys. Seriously, first off, it's really, really thoughtful. It's Thank very you so huge. much. Oh my goodness, it really is. You do not let your son see this because if your Dude, son once sees it goes it, to my house, it's over. No, then it's, it's not going to your house. Oh no, we'll put him. At the nativity scene in Christ the King <laughs> Chapel. <laughs> we'll put him in the uh, manger. And then, <laughs> that's right. And then we can see how appropriate that that's is. That's right. Well, and it, that's, but that is, that's so much cuter than a rubber duck. That really actually, you're not wrong. Thank you. Thank you for being honest enough Seriously, to admit it that. Is so, honestly, it really is cute. Thank you so much, you guys. We so appreciate it. That, and this is, this is our first Christmas present. I think it is. Well, there was that well, that little stealth, the uh, abiding together people like dropped off like mugs and stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't as thoughtful as that. And there was some wine in that. And that's a that. shout out to about abiding together to give us more thoughtful gifts, yeah, yeah. by the there, way. There was some wine in that, though, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, there might have been. That's Maybe a there's win. some wine hidden in this guy. <laughs> Just dig come into on, it. Come on, Just boy. get a knife and open it up. I'm no, sure it's so, like. That is so dope. Although it does raise the question about shopping for Christmas. Oh, man. Like, and that's, our lives are just so different. Right. Uh, shopping for me will take. 
Another black robe. What does Dave want? Yeah, a black hat. Five, five minutes. Uh, you know, it's it just so. But for you, I mean, well, you because give this, all your close friends also have vows of poverty, so you don't really give. You can't give. Can you give something to another friar? And they're just like, thanks. Well, we put do. It into we, the collection. We. I think we have like a twenty dollar limit, and we can. We're, we buy a gift, and it's kind of a a white elephant type gift. And okay. mine, mine is always great. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Why don't I'll, you share some I'll, of your previous white elephant gifts? Well, I, don't, I don't want you to ruin this year. <laughs> well, what I do, and I've done this for years, it's stuff in Father Dave's room. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, because I, people give me a lot of things when I'm traveling, that kind of thing. And yeah. I share that with the friars. So it'll be stuff that I get on airplanes and, yeah. So they can just walk into but your room the, and get something? No, no, no. I put oh. it all in a box. Oh, like okay, I'll have good. about 15 or 20 different things in a good size box, but one or two of them will actually be nice. Like I'll put in something maybe that I got from the Holy Land. So they can't like, there's kind of this guilt that they can't just give it away the because there's something nice in it. But then if you take one, you have to take it all. So that's kind of what my gift is. So just probably. a note to everybody that no, has Father Day coming. visit them. I knew this was coming. Uh, when you this give is... him that wonderful gift and you think he's going to love this, he's going to give it away. No, that's not true. And baby Yoda is never leaving. I'm holding him I was going right to say, you, if he ends up in a freaking white not. elephant thing, he I will, will hunt not. you down. I'm telling you right now, baby Yoda will never be in a white elephant. Okay, just call him his Actually, name. It's great. In, in truth be told, I don't think it's ever anything that anybody's given me. It's things that I've acquired. Like when I'm at a conference. Is that also known as stealing? At a conference, they give oh. you, well, at a conference, they'll give you like a, a, a mug, travel cup. Like right. I've got probably 20. In fact, I have one in my office for you. You probably have a lot of uh, I've got sham- a, shampoos from hotels that you I never do. actually use. <laughs> okay, that wasn't funny. But <laughs> what I do is, is I collect them and take them and give them like at homeless shelters and stuff. So I have a, I have a bag of probably... A hundred shampoos and soaps and that kind of thing. So how do you feel about that now? I, I, it stopped me from laughing. That's what it, I it, was a, it was a good one. I was just That's like, oh, you mentioned homeless. But I do have a mug for you in my office. Does so, it look like that? No, it says Guinness. Oh. Yeah, if you want it. Well, yeah, you can give it to me. All right, I'll give it to somebody else. <laughs> okay, um, so what about shopping? It's stressful for your family. Or just stressful in life? Well, it's stressful this year because everybody's like, supply chain, supply chain, supply chain. You know, you won't get presents it's for just, your kids. It's just an excuse for everybody to get things late. Like I, I, I told people I was supposed to report. I said, supply chain. <laughs> It'll be late. <laughs> it is a little crazy. But like this year, I don't know. I don't know if it's more than usual. But there, I know like my wife was more anxious than ever about we have to do all our shopping this weekend. But we're like online shoppers. So okay. it's not that How much crazy. of your stuff's online? Well, um, I would say about 70% of it. Okay. We try to hit some of the local stores, like we really like our local Hallmark store. Um, you know, we like Catholic to the max. So there's like some like local mom and pop short stores nearby that we always try to, like if I'm going to get an ornament, I'm like, no, I'm definitely going to go to our, to Suzanne's Hallmark. By the okay. way, a promo, Suzanne's Hallmark. It's a great store. Um, and so there's things like that that we'll say, no, we want to get them at the store because we want to support those people. But like stuff that... I like to support local stores too. Yeah, but stuff that I would get at like Walmart, I'll just do yeah. it online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you know, Amazon has a lot of stuff that... Um, and, and then to be honest, I guess it's part of the reality of life is those big stores kind of shut down the smaller stores. So like some stuff that we want to get, we just have to get online. Yeah, yeah. You know, these days. So... Yeah, I, a gift Why don't cards. you face, okay. face Grogu okay. to the audience okay gift cards are gift cards okay i think they're okay i mean okay. i wouldn't give them to my kids so much okay that's because as a dad it's almost like well that's my life anyway i mean i'm just giving you stuff yeah 90 percent of okay we're gonna put in de- there's no way in the video shot that that's gonna work just put sorry for those of you listening and wondering what's going on oh, father, father dave is trying to position baby baby grogu 
Okay, apparently you don't love him like I do. No, I do love him. I'd, lo- I'd love him on my side of the desk. He's on my side. And I he can will tell. always be on my side. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I would you say... You only saw one freaking episode of nine, The Mandalorian. 95% of the gifts that I buy are gift cards. Is that right? Yeah, just yeah. because I don't... And I, and I get, well, like makes, I said, I don't buy a lot. Yeah, I no, guess. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're generally a cold and impersonal person, so yeah, that seems yeah. that's fitting. It fits. Do you there even you sign the card, or do you just have somebody sign it for you? Maybe I your just, secretary. I ship it from Amazon. <laughs> you just send an email. Send it to them. There's twenty bucks from to me. whom it may concern. From me. <laughs> here's here's a code for twenty bucks on Amazon. I love you. Indeed, indeed. Whoever you are. But it's funny when I went shopping for Thanksgiving, I expected you know because everyone's saying nothing's available, blah blah blah. Everything was there. Yeah, there's a lot of things I mean, available. I was not, everything I needed was there. I was shocked. In fact, I got the turkeys early just in case. Well, yeah, I had to go we get something. Too. I had to get something at the last minute. I mean, there was a hundred turkeys, so it's ridiculous. Well, even on Tuesday when I could see Thanksgiving wasn't going to happen so much on time, I told Jenny, I'm like, just go turkey shopping on Friday. There's going to be so many sales. That's right there, that's right. She's like, no, no, they're going to run out. They're going to run out. I went to the store on Friday. Yeah, they did not run out. I know. They did not run out. It's all part of the craziness of it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And then I've seen in the email or in the online and news, there's a new variant. Omicron. Omicron. <laughs> sounds like a, uh, it sounds like an evil transformer. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like one of those movies that you watch. Yeah. Um, like a superhero movie. Well, and I had to like deep that. dive a bit to get, um, just to find out like, so what are the symptoms? How bad is it? And at least so far, like, Fatigue. Which is me 80% of the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I hope it doesn't escalate into something serious. I, I remember, like, the, the the comment I read, it was reading from a doctor in South Africa that said, well, nobody was hospitalized. They were tired. They were feeling ill. And then they got better. And then they said at the end, well, though, we're concerned about the elderly and people with um, immune issues. Mm-hmm. But aren't we always? Yeah. Like, with everything, whether it's flu or other stuff. So. Yeah, they were t- again, and, and people can find everything. And, and we don't know. We'll wait and see. Please, yeah. Lord, we hope it's not bad. But they yeah. were talking to a physician in London, and they said, you know, it's right as of yet, it's not a major issue. Yeah. Um, but one of the things, and it's just the media, again, I don't want to underline because it may turn out to be something significant, but you read the headlines and it's like, Half the world will die be on right. the crime. Be, if, if you haven't, if you haven't been killed by the first two, this one is <laughs> right. going to get you. And even if you got vaccinated, be afraid yeah, again. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just they. It's all clickbait. I mean, yeah, it really, it is. really they, is. They they want you. you well, know, they were ready. Like they they practiced these things. You know, they right. they were like, okay, when the next variant comes out, here's our theme music. Here's our imagery. I mean, they were just chomping at the bit for the well, first sh- sh- sign yeah. of another variant, and yeah. then boom, you know. Share that text that you sent me about the smoke. Oh my goodness! Just it, just tell it. It's easy to tell. Yeah, it's over. It, yeah, my phone's recording right now. Yeah, it was. Uh, what was it? It was like it was a Babylon B with the white smoke from, from the, the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> and yeah, it was yeah. like they've named a new variant. Yeah, they said smoke has come forth from the Wuhan lab, and they've named a new <laughs> variant again. I, it, it just it's you one of those have things. To laugh, though, well, it's just level. one of the things I just get frustrated with the media as much as anything. Media, I mean, yeah. they're making all these claims, and they have no idea yet. Now it may prove, and maybe it's best that they want people to be prepared i don't know but what it does is just it instills no. more it does two things in my mind it instills fear yes and then also when things don't turn out people just don't listen anymore right they just they just ignore it i mean yeah. how many it's like how many times do you have to cry wolf and i'm I, i'm not minimizing that 
the people have suffered and it's been difficult and death and all that. I'm not minimizing that at no, all. No, but this is a focus on the media. And I would say the media isn't actually trying to prepare anybody. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. a little skeptical here, but it's yeah. just trying to get ratings. It's trying to freak you out. It's clickbait. It really is, oh my gosh, I need to keep watching the news to hear about the next piece of information right, right. on this uh, next and, variant. And what are you or I going to do any And different. we're just going to sit there not, watching our television scared out of our pants. And you know, But the other part is, is what? I don't know, what are scared you, what, out of our pants. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what goes on in your face? Please keep your pants. Please keep your pants on. I'm terrified. I'm whipping my (laughs) pants off. I mean, what goes on in your home? Really? I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't come over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, seriously. So anyway, anyway, that's all going on, and I don't know. It's gonna be. uh, Is this forever? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Is it the new normal? Feels like it sometimes. And what what makes a variant a variant or something else? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and they're not going to explain it to us. So just leave us in shrouded in mystery. But we are in a season of pub. Oh, before we get to that point, though, a little plug. Uh, thanks for all of you who have been sending emails and shout outs for my ordination. It's really been such a gift, the, the prayers and, and uh, just the outpouring of love. Uh, I released a podcast on Monday, Speaking with Deacons. And yeah, I spoke, who did you talk to? I spoke with myself. Mm, because sounds like now, our podcast now, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it does, actually. And it's going to be even better. Mm. I, got a, I got a few emails saying that was the best podcast we ever did, by the way. Yeah, your kids are always supportive. <laughs> yes, as is Father Gregory. Um, but the, um, what I was going to say, oh, check out that podcast, uh, because I talk about my ordination. I even was able to splice in footage from the ordination. And if you're interested, uh, it's something to check out. That's at my website, deaconbobrice.com. I like it. Everything's been rebranded. How many email addresses do you have? Well, I'm, well, that's not an email address. That's a website. Oh, okay. How many websites do you have? Well, I just have one. Okay. I had Bob Dash Rice. You can still get it through that, but it's also now... That's my email. Don't let, don't say it out loud. It's my private email. And Father Dave's cell phone number is. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <clears throat> um, and you had something happen in, in the sacristy this week that I had a similar experience. Oh, yeah, so. right. I was in the sacristy. And so this was, you know, my first full week as a deacon. And I'm in the sacristy sitting next, you know, talking to Deacon Ed. And somebody comes in and, and Ed's like turned the other way. And someone's like, Deacon, Deacon. And I like nudge ed like ed and ed's like dude it's you i was like oh <laughs> like somebody's trying to get my own attention it's really crazy yeah. actually I, re- I remember when i was a, a deacon and actually my ordination of deacon uh, was saturday which i didn't realize until somebody reminded me so hmm. thanks for the note and i appreciate it yeah wait this last saturday yeah, yeah. like a week after mine yep <gasps> just a few days after yeah a week after we actually maybe it's friday yeah who vested you or stole you oh my gosh wow I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, go ahead. I don't have anything. Okay, okay. I was just going to do some noise. Um, <laughs> what, what's the noise? Is like you're horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, but so what was? Oh, so I'm I'm in Florida. I did my diaconate in Florida, and a phone call comes in from the mortuary, and somebody died, and they wanted just a very simple uh, graveside uh, funeral. So I took the call, and I said to the priest, I said, you know, they want somebody to do this funeral. Like, who should do it? And they all look at me like, you took the call. You should do it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's right. I yeah. can do that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can do it. Well, how can I help you? That's right. So, and yeah. you did it. I did. I did. But the, the first time you do those things, it still feels like you're practicing. Right. You know, like it's a class or a course, and it takes a while before, at least my experience, was it takes a while until um, – 
Yeah, it's it's just so familiar that it's. I mean, it, it, interestingly, and I think this was a part of how I knew the Lord was calling me, or, or a confirmation was. It all was very natural yeah. for me, but it still seemed, took a little while until it became so familiar that I didn't have to think about it. And right, know, so yeah, that's cool, Deacon. Yeah, amen. That's good to have you. It's good times. Good. Um, so well, there's one other real quick thing that we were going to mention before we go into the Advent. Okay. And that was to just invite everyone for prayer if you're listening to this on Wednesday when it comes out. The Supreme Court is hearing a case called Dobbs versus Jackson, and it's a state law in Mississippi that outlaws abortion, I believe, after 15 weeks. Okay. A couple of things about this particular case. It's the first case that since Barrett's been on the court, so mm-hmm. that'll have an impact. But it's also, the, the courts have done... And Kavanaugh, too, though, right? Because, I mean, he's also on a Yeah, he's on the court, yeah. I don't know that... I mean, first pro-life issue with... I thought Kavanaugh had one, but, but, okay, that, maybe may, not. It, but maybe that may be. But what's different about this one than any, actually, than any other case is the state is actually inviting the Supreme Court to overturn R.V. Wade. So wow. that's never been, it's never been that explicit. It's, it's been dealing with other issues surrounded, but part of this is asking that, that, that our view weight be, turned, uh, be overturned. So it's a huge, huge wow. case. So on Wednesday, uh, pray for the court. I just read a fairly long article about Roberts, and, and he's, he's obviously the chief justice. Uh, he's generally voted pro-life, but he's also spoke about the precedent nature of our view weight and and, and that the tension that exists in that for the court, right? Yeah. So, yeah, just keep in your prayers, everybody, and we'll keep you guys posted on how that turns out. And we won't it, know right. until the spring what right. the results of it. But. but if that does occur, that would then go to states, right? It wouldn't flip it the other right. way and completely right, right, right. ban all right, abortions. Right. And, and it and would just go to the very state And laws. that's important. That's important because the, the pro-abortion people say, you know, you're going to have to go back to the closets and all that. That's not what that, it would do. It would take it back to the states, which, which will probably, if that were to happen, and I pray that it does because there will be fewer abortions, but um, it would probably become – so it's interesting. You, you think of states right now that are like red states, Florida and, right. and Texas and what you're going to see more and more of that, that it's going to be more and more clear that people want to live in particular states because of things like this. So, yeah, yeah. Just keep that all in your prayers. Yeah. Amen. And as we're praying, it's the season of Advent. It's it the is. the season of hope. Yep. Yep. It is. They that Advent. That should be the new name of our show. You, I like that. Mm. I like that. Mm. You know, the, and, and it's funny because each week kind of the church invites us to particular themes, and this one actually is hope. Yeah, so, right. so I don't know what we can say about hope that we haven't said a <laughs> don't million. Don't turn in during Lent. A million times before, <laughs> but everybody, let's just have hope. Uh, right. But one of the things that invites us to focus in is the second coming. Yeah. And that's something that, that I often, I, I, I don't wrestle with it because I know the second comings, but... I'm not sure exactly how one prepares for it. So when I was, I, I preached on... Clean living. Clean living. I preached on Saturday, which is the last church day of the year. And, okay. it, and as, as you call, all of the readings over the last couple of weeks are kind of eschatological about the second coming and that's not the other. So I talked about when I was walking the Camino, after walking about 450 miles, like you're almost done. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking if I've gotten a car, I could be having coffee here in 20, in, in an hour, right? Yeah. But you're not done. And I still had another three or four days of walking and nothing changes. You continue to do what you've been doing. And that's what I think. I think one of the things is we prepare for for Advent. It's this invitation to reflect on what do we do? 
You know, what, what does the spiritual life look like? And, and my hope would be is that, that we're already trying to love the Lord, that we're already right. trying to be patient, we're already trying to be faithful. It's like, I remember one time somebody wrote me and they were, it was actually Lent, and they said, you know, for Lent I'm giving up cursing, I'm not going to get drunk anymore, and I'm going to stop having premarital sex. And it's like, well, that's a great Lenten sacrifice, but I want to go out on a limb. But, but the same thing— And the thing, question is, but do I have to do yeah, Sundays? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, But that's just is, is that it invites us, the church invites us to uh, a time of preparation for the second coming to focus a little bit that Jesus is going to come again. And But, but what I think that does is it connects us to the Jewish people. You know, before the coming of Jesus— each year it was always next year, next year, next year. Well, we get to celebrate the reality that Christ is coming, he is present, but he is going to come again. So the church invites us to reflect on the way of our life and, and the way we live. Is it consistent? Is it preparing for the second coming of Jesus and that judgment that's going to come to us all? So a time of, of preparation, time for hope for this first week. Yeah, and it's a difference. I mean, we use the word waiting, but um, I think for so many in our culture, we just, you know, we're so used to instant gratification. Yeah, we waiting. stand in front of the microwave frustrated. It's Right, you know, or we just immediately pull out our phones, and we actually don't know what it means to uh, prepare to wait in many ways, culturally speaking, and I think that's a challenge in our spirituality. We almost want to just discount these, you know, it becomes shopping days to Christmas. We yeah. just want to, okay, let's just get through it and get to... The moment get to the celebration and yet what i love about the church is you know advent it uses the language it's a time of joyful preparation which is a bit different than lent which is a more mm-hmm. penitential preparation but there is a penitential yeah part there's of an it element to that right, to it right. but you know the emphasis is more sure. on the on the joyful preparation of it all and you know what can we do during advent to more joyfully prepare for the coming of our lord how might we take in the grace of the season of advent and it's a you know, we talk about hope being certain, right? That's what St. Paul says. We're preparing for the coming of Christ with the certainty, the second coming of Christ, with the certainty that we knew the first coming of Christ right, happened. Right. And mm-hmm. so uh, we can do that with great confidence and with great joy. And I always find particularly, you know, Advent goes by so quick. I mean, they say there's four weeks of Advent. There's rarely four weeks of Advent. There's four weeks of Advent but this year. But this year we actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. get it. We get as many days of Advent as you possibly can. Be- no, I guess if Christmas was on a Sunday. Next year. Yeah. Is that right, yeah, next yeah, year? Yeah. So this year Christmas is on a Saturday. So we really get five, three weeks and six days yep. of Advent. But it's just a great time to prepare. And our prayers are with all of you. Craziness of shopping, family, schedules, all those things. Um, end of school year for me, that's always a, nuts, a nutty time. A lot of students are really busy preparing. We're praying for all the students out there. But just to, in the midst of the busyness, to find Christ there, present. Right. And we don't want, we don't want to just add something else. Yep. I mean, this is a busy time, and it's like, oh my gosh, we need to do something for Advent. But just to be able to stop for a moment, you know, just to stop for a moment. Don't yeah. do anything. Just stop doing something yeah. for for five minutes with your family and just take a breath. And and what is it that that the day is celebrated, or what is it that the season, or how do you prepare? But yeah, I, the last thing we want is another burden on somebody. It's like, such a busy time now. I have to do this Advent Do another stuff. thing, right. 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 Yeah, it's more so about actually, keeping perspective. Right. And like you said, is we see waiting as a bad thing. I think the church invites us to see waiting as a good thing. Yeah. To stop, take a breath, take a step back. So we invite people to do that this week, focusing on hope and Jesus' second coming. Amen. Sound good? That sounds great. Deacon, you're going to close this with prayer? Yes, I will. Jesus, we love you. Thank you so much. Did I miss something? No, no, you did. I just, it was a dramatic pause. It was.
Well, okay. I'm a dramatic person. Well, now I've totally lost the, the vibe of my prayer. You are you are a dramatic person. Come That's Holy also known as a diva. Yeah, come Holy Spirit. Yes, come Holy Spirit. Fill us with your love. Uh, give us a deeper insight into the graces of the season. Uh, help us to wait with joy. Help us to see Christ present in our midst, around us, and know the joy and peace that only can come from God. And may Almighty Lord bless you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. And thank you for Grogu. And send another one, because I know I'm never going to see this one ever. Don't send another one. No, don't do that. We'll share him. We'll find a way. The lawyers will work this out. Happy Advent!